of the pod. Devin, I'm going to roll with it. I don't really care. Until we get our real good voice in here next week, we're just going to roll with it. Right now we got Jonathan uh, Jonathan David Evans working on something for us. He is the voice of the season. We're glad to have you guys along for it. Looks like this is like the third week in the pod of the South, right guys? I'm Tommy Joe no. Martins. I'm sitting alongside uh, Devin Murray and Jordan Bell. They're saying it's week four. Maybe I just lost track of time. This happens really well, quick. It's actually week four of an all Ole Miss pod, week two of the pod of the South. Okay. Well, now we know. Yep. So, well, we just didn't have a name the first couple of weeks. But now. If you don't know, now you know. Like, retroactively, that is now also know, the pod of the South. Now you know. Yep. How are you guys doing today? Well, We're now a week removed from Arkansas, so I have the wounds healed yet. <coughs> yeah. We haven't played uh, Arkansas yet. That game hasn't happened. <laughs> oh, okay. So we you went straight into just denial. Too. Yeah, right. Yeah, we were supposed to play Memphis and Arkansas. What happened to those and games? And Florida, too. Weren't we supposed to play Florida this year? <laughs> Got rained out. Hey, we're a food podcast now. Oh. We're a food podcast. <laughs> this is now this is now the grubhub podcast just so you guys know we don't want to talk about this we're we're, look if you want to hear us just absolutely ramble on about arkansas and how awful it was you can check it out on itunes we are now up there as the pod of the south also we got a twitter page make sure you're checking that out send us any questions that you want us to talk about next week's episode uh which will we will be recapping the lsu game and so this episode also, big shout, everybody that listened. We had, like, over 140 listens in a week. By far the best we've ever done. So, everybody give a, give a little bit yeah, of applause. Yeah, okay. Thanks, everyone, there. for listening. Like Tommy said, we are at Pod of the South on Twitter. We have a Facebook page as well. Uh, so, subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review. We don't have any reviews yet. Uh, we will read the best review from next week live oh. on the air. The best, Ooh. not... But it's, if it's not five stars, then... Um... Look, Devin, we've done this before with our other podcast, The Grind, which you guys hopefully have been listening to that as well. But probably not, judging by the numbers. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Oh, we're bummed. little zinger there. Um, but we're going to probably read every uh, review because we're probably going to get like four. So we're going to have to stretch it out a little bit. But the best one. But the, the one best one's like going to be the, the first one. We're going to lead off with the uh, the tip of the spear there. That's so right. we're going to talk about LSU uh, LSU this week. Um, LS who? LSO. If you do puns to make fun of anyone's like name, like like, like old piss, like old, old piss, piss, you are the worst because it's not clever. Like you're not going to say anything that I've never heard. It, they're never funny. They are. You you're you're smiling one? right now. Just saying. They're you're so smiling bad. right now. So they are really funny, actually. Like, would you ever go up to an LSU fan and be like, oh, LS who? And be like, yeah, bro, nailed that joke. No. No, No, it's so No, I don't. But when I see it, I go, oh. They look cool on message boards. Oh, that probably gets under their skin a little. Hey, can we we officially, this is going to end up being uh, an Ole Miss basketball podcast during basketball season? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can we we officially accept Basket Bears as our term for the Ole Miss basketball team? I'm not comfortable with that. As a podcast? No. Why not? Uh, I mean, the the podcast podcast. name is not, that's going to be the pot of the South. Because we're now making an investment. No, 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 I'm not no. Saying no. I understand. Bears. That's I'm saying when we refer to the basketball team instead of saying, "Well, the Ole Miss basketball team plays so and so this week," we just say the Basket Bears play so and so this week. I don't what like about that. what about just All the right. Rebels? Why don't you, you know stick with the Rebels? Yeah, it's you know the what? only sport Fuck that's going to be going. No one's going to be like, so "Oh wait, does he mean this? the Ole Miss soccer team playing basketball?" Everyone's going to know. We don't say the Ole Miss football rebels. 
Well, we probably should because that actually sounds cool. <sighs> that sounds Ole Miss football rebels. That's the worst. They call like the them New, New York, York football, football Giants. Giants. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's a completely different name, so it sounds better that way. The Ole Miss football rebels. No, Literally the same amount of words. It's the same amount of words. Oh, because that's all that matters when it comes to sounds. Well, hey, go well, write a song. It's literally the, the same, same amount, amount of letters of leading up to the football part. I mean, it's the, the exact the same number now. of letters. Whatever. You, call the bas- you can lead the whole thing. Whatever. Hey, so we're going to be talking about that, but we're going to do the Basket Bears review uh, lead, right as we get into SEC play because all honesty, uh, none of us have really kept up with the basketball team. No, I, I, I don't know a single person on that thing. So we're going to watch some of the non-conference games. Aren't they playing tonight? Perhaps playing tonight. I they played last night. They did play last night. Oh. They won, didn't they? They did. All right. So, so yeah. Yeah. Yep. Played Sacred Heart last night. That's generally how we open up the year. We didn't cover. I know the spread was 16 and a half, and we won by 10. I'm not sure. Like I was in the grind. Not a good sign. Hey, how was, how are those sounds jerseys? They were sick. Hey, do, they are, are look we going to be okay, or are we going to suck? We're talking about the Memphis Grizzlies right now, by, by the way. Just real quick aside. Six and six now. Got back to 500. Got back to 500. Mario Chalmers is that dude. All right, let's get back to Ole Miss, Ole Miss sports. Is he good? Is he legit? So good. He went for like Can 27 last night. Oh, baby. Mm-hmm. Heating up. He's going to help. Mm-hmm. Let's go. All right. Now you want to talk right, LSU? Let's get, in, let's, get in the, let's get into LSU. All right, let's just start. Let's just start. LSU, you know what, I, you know what I want to do, guys? I want, because this podcast needs to be revived with optimism and hope after last week's debacle in which no, we were so just mad. very sad and upset and really angry at times. I'm, it was I'm a real angry. emotional roller coaster through that podcast. Um, this has not changed. We're going to just take we're going, we, Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take it up. To about a nine. Let's just go to a nine. I um, hate LSU. Scale? I hate them. I hate them. I hate LSU so much. I want to beat them every year. I don't want them to win in anything. I don't want them to win a rifle. If they even have a women's rifle team. I don't want to win in that. What about they, a men's rifle team, Tommy? That's a pretty teams, sexist thing to say. If they have club teams, they, hey, they play like ping pong. They play ping pong in a club team. I want them to lose. I want them to lose at everything. Everything, especially this weekend, care. and it made I, me so I, happy, so happy to see them lose to Alabama, who I don't even like very much either. But it made me so mm-hmm. happy to see them lose, and then Arkansas, and Arkansas, Arkansas who apparently oh is it terrible or something? I don't know. We're going to hey. talk about that later. But the point All being right. here is that LSU looks kind of beatable right now, and Ole Miss is in a very fragile state. But, coming off a bye, I have reason to be hopeful for this. And it's at home. And if they're so hateable, because it seems like Les Miles is like the coaching equivalent of like, I, I don't even know who it would be, like McGruber, where you like, you don't even know how it's happening. You know, like he doesn't even know really how it's happening, but it just happens and it just works out just fine. Yeah. And I love Les Miles. Like, Les Miles will spend all week working on, like, one trick play. And then just in the, just in the Les Miles way. it still works. In the less, yeah, mess it up and then it still works. <laughs> or, like, in the Les Miles way, it's going to be, like, the most critical moment of the game. And, like, somehow everything has fallen into perfect place for this one trick play. Like, he says that every time. They do a fake field goal where it's like a no look behind the back. And he's like, yeah, we put that in this week. This week, you just and knew to win the that game. this would be the perfect time to run this in well, this the thing one is, game. They did, that, they did that to win the game. Like it, They could have kicked a field goal and tied it, and instead they did that and won it, right? No, like, it wasn't, it no, it was a tie game, and it, that was to go up three, and instead they wound up running the fake <laughs> to win the game He's with crazy. a touchdown. I love He's a lunatic. It doesn't make any sense, but yet it still works. Whenever, whenever they spiked it with one second left, my brother and I were talking about that the other day, and I was just like, I remember being at that game, and we looked around, and we were like, did we win? That was the most confused a crowd has ever been, by the way. And then I saw, the only reason that I knew was players started running across the field. Uh, So, 
That it I don't understand it, but the more I watch Les Miles, the more I want to watch Les Miles. Like he's so interesting. I I love Les Miles, but I hope we beat the crap out of him. I love him too. I love, you gotta Les love Miles. that guy. I don't hate Les Miles, but I hate that somehow it's like it always works out for them. I feel he like like in all honesty, the reason I hate the SEC, the real reason that I hate the SEC seems to be jealousy and I'm and I'm coming to grips with that but it's because I look at other teams and I go man how did you get that lucky that that happened to you when I see the constant things that happened to Ole Miss per example a couple weeks ago and I see that and I'm like this just is what happened. We're the other team every time, it seems like. No, and so was, we are with Ellis, Ole Miss, Tommy. Yeah, we are Ole Miss. We discussed wow. this. The, the way factor. The way factor. factor. The way home. The way home factor. Yeah, I know. It's, and so like, when I see separate. LSU, between like LSU and Auburn, I'm not sure who and has Georgia. a luckier streak of things happening for them than those two teams. Oh, oh sorry. Not Georgia, Auburn. Yeah. So Auburn is the luckiest team. Auburn is the luckiest team. That's the number one. that that LSU losing two in a row is bad because it's like they're probably not going to lose three in a row or did do we have the blueprint because I hope I, don't, I hope Dave Womack has been up at just late at night watching watching these games uh I don't I, I don't even know what to say about Dave Womack I don't I don't even know if I want to go into it but all I'm hoping is that they've kind of given up on the season. I mean, they were undefeated two weeks ago. They lost at Alabama, and then they just got it handed to them by Arkansas. And so I don't know what state of mind they come in at, but I'm surprised that the Revs are favored by four and a half. Did you guys know that? I didn't know that. Not a bet. That's not a betting man anymore. Not a not a bet I would take there. Four and a half? I'm... I, how We're given four and a half. You're given four and a half to LSU. You're taking those points. I'll give them. Yeah, I'm probably taking the points. I'm probably taking the. I'm points. probably taking the points. <laughs> but I would like. I think I mentioned it on last week's pod. I would like to once again give myself a big pat on the back for being correct. At the beginning of the season, three games in, when everyone anointed Leonard Fournette the greatest running back in SEC history. And all I said, I never said he wasn't great. I never said he wasn't great. And I still think he's a great college football player and he has a great future ahead of him. All I said is, I want to see him do it against Alabama. That's all I want to see. I said, if if that game was the second game in the season and he did it against them then, I would have said, okay, I'm convinced. All I said... I just want to see him do it against Alabama. He had 31 yards on 19 carries, and he had a long run of 18. At one point, he had 15 carries for 13 yards. And then Arkansas goes down, and we gashed Arkansas, and they held him to 90 yards for a four-yard average, which is good. But let's just pump the brakes on, does Leonard Fournette need to skip next year and go straight to the NFL? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he still does need to do that, but I don't see why. I, think, I mean, it's obviously it's obviously just more of an indictment of his offensive line, right? I mean, for the Alabama game, he had nowhere to run. I mean, what is he supposed to do? I mean, Adrian Peterson couldn't get a yard. Yeah, but everybody's been blitzed. I mean, they've just been packing the box against LSU all season, and he's been shaking off defenders and running over people. But he ran over Auburn and everyone freaked out. Auburn has one of the worst defenses in the country. I didn't, I didn't freak out. I just said, damn, that was a good game. No, it was impressive, but everyone was like, oh, well, that's it. He's the best. And then he did it to Syracuse. And I was like, it's Syracuse. So I, I just, I think, I still think he's a great player. And like, he might gash us because our defense is atrocious. But I, I no, just No, to he's going to gash us. I'll go, I'll go ahead and go down the down list of why he's going to gash us. Number one, we can't stop anybody. That's obvious when you give up 53 points to Arkansas at home in a must-win game. Yeah. Hey, that offense looks really so good So there's number right one. There's, there's just number one. That's a blanket, number one. Number two, mm. our linebackers are very small. Mm. Our linebackers are very small, and he's very large. Number three. We don't tackle well. We don't tackle well at all. He breaks. Ta- he's really good at breaking tackles. 
So that's mm -hmm. another thing. We have a defensive coordinator who I'm pretty sure really knows how to call like three plays. It's like a high school defense where they call like three plays. So that's not going to help. Robert Kimdichie's not 100%. He's not going to be real good. So just what you call him, the, you call in the bear. What are you doing over there? Uh, what are you doing over there, George? I'm doing a, I'm doing a Coach Young a base nickel. Yeah, base. Thunder call. So. You're right. Base nickel bear. Rodeo. Rodeo. That's what I'm saying. We're running a high school defense over there. So that's not going to help. We're running you know, high school Our best offense. defensive linemen right now are pass rushers. That's not going to help you. They're small. So pretty much this is like perfect setup for Leonard Fournette to go for about four hundo. I disagree. Oh, I, I disagree. Oh. I don't. I absolutely think that he's going to run for over 200 on I do. Okay. I think he's going to have 203 touchdowns. That's not saying we're going to lose. That's not saying we're going to lose. That's so many touchdowns. They were, they were, what, that's 1,400 points. points. Like, 203 touchdowns. 1,400 you points. You said 203 touchdowns? No, I said he's going to run for 200 yards and three you touchdowns. Oh. You said he's going to run for 203 touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, that would be a lot. <laughs> I bet he so... wins Heisman then. How could he yeah. even get 203 carries? I'm wrong. If he if he runs for two, I'll tell you if he hits triple digits on touchdowns, I will go ahead and say he's the greatest running back of all time. He hits, what what if he hits double? Then and only then. What if he hits no, double I have digits? No choice in the matter. What if he gets double digits? What if he scores oh, seventy by himself? Has anybody scored ten touchdowns before? Oh, well, that's had to have happened at some Drew point. Brees, <laughs> Drew Brees went for seven in an NFL game two weeks ago. Yeah. I disagree. Do you remember that Georgia Tech game that I'll was like two hundred? Please, Jordan. Please tell me why you don't think he's just gonna rip us. Because I, I mean, am I wrong? We've been decent against the run this year. Like every time we've gotten shredded, it's been the past. Memphis me, shredded us. Florida shredded us. Arkansas shredded us. I mean, we've held up against the run. I feel like. But you yeah, really, Arkansas didn't run for a ton of yards against us. Big enough to tackle him. Yeah, I don't think our linebackers are big enough either. I'll make a bet. I'll make him. a bet with both y'all on air that says that says twenty bucks. We we hold him under two hundred yards. Uh, I mean two hundred is a lot. I think it's going to happen. That's a but lot. no, I'm not taking that bet. Yeah, I'm not taking that either. One fifty. We have the number twenty. Oh, we're not gonna hold him under one fifty. Defense. You bet. You want to bet? Yeah, I'd bet twenty on that. All right. I'll put a. I'll put a. I'll lay a twenty down. Shake. Guys, this is illegal. We can't. I can't watch this happen. We have the twenty third. Hey, rushing Tommy defense. lives in Las Vegas. Okay. Right. Time to look. Let's just do anything there. Let's just assume that the bet took place on his side. Sure, it did. Hey, I, hey, I think Swag Kelly's going to have a day. Swag Why Kelly Wag. always has a day. When has he not had a day? God, I love him so much. He's been awesome. He's been so good. I like, God, I'm I really, love that guy. Oh, I, I'm glad he's going to be back next year. Do you know, right? that? Do you know that for sure? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, I would say like 90% he is, but we if don't know was, that for sure. If he was 6'4", he'd go, but he's 6'2". That's how I feel about it. If he was six four, he'd be gone. Yeah, no, yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. Do we think Tony's going to be back? I think Tony's going to be back. Not, not Bridges. Fuck that guy. Tony, Tony Connor's Connor. not coming back. I, yeah, he is, I think dude. he is. No, he's not. I think he is. Yeah, yeah. I think he is. Dude, he's got to have he's got to have surgery in the off season. First round money, second round money. Bye. He's, he won't go. He's, he's not he going go first or second round. He'll not after getting hurt. Yeah, I don't know. I he guess that's a, that's the decision you make at the end of the year hey, after you consult hey, people. I've got a question. I've got a legit question. Go, Dev. Go. If you're get, are you giving me? If if I'm giving you a thousand, I'm not giving you anything. That you'll have nothing Larry, like it. Quan and Bob stay. Do you think there's any chance that they stay? That is a give, zero. Give whatever the whatever your odds are, you can give them to me. Uh, they're not coming back. You can give you can give me a million dollars to a donut, and that's okay. not happening. I'll take the right. fucking donut. Hey, yep. hey, if we're doing all on air bets, let's do this. What what do you give me odds that one of them will come back? The, the same odds, fifty to one, a thousand to one. Take it for a dollar. I'll give you a dollar. You have to give me a thousand if one of them comes back. If none of them are injured, 
thousand to one. One dollar. You have to give me a thousand. See, I feel on, like this is some insider trading bullshit. You probably anybody. Laramie, you have some... Laquan, and who else? Laramie, Laquan, and Bob. Oh, I'll go, no, go, go, go five hundred to one. You'll give one dollar to win five hundred. Yes. That one of them comes back if none of them are healthy. If all of them are healthy. Well, Devin, you have, you're risking nothing in this, by the way. Okay, I'll give you. Okay, then I want that bet. I'll give you a dollar. If none no, of them if go, you're so confident, if, if you're so go. confident, then you bet the five hundred to one, Devin. No, no, this is not. This is what I'm asking you. What odds are you giving me? This is like a con artist trick. I said fifty to one at first. You, you want five hundred to one? I want five hundred to one. Can we do a hundred to one? Yeah, hundred to one. All right, I'm gonna get you. If, I don't know how. None of them go. I don't know how. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get you. I'm gonna get that dollar. Get that money. Hey, that's a good ROI, right? One percent. All right. Sorry, that that went on too long. Um, I like odds. So, what do you guys think is going to happen? Do you think we're going to win, Tom? No. First of all, I want to I want to think about this. We're going to ask a more philosophical question. Okay. What is life? I love Phil. Why is LSU bad now? Uh. I don't know if they're that bad or is just uh, Alabama's awesome really and Arkansas turns out to be pretty good too. Arkansas is really good late in the year. Like this is exactly what they did last year. They went on a tear at the end of the year. I made this argument with somebody. What if you combine Hugh Freeze's September record and Bert and Bert's November record? We'd be they one hell of a football off. team, man. We would we would be in the race. Except for this year when we lost two in October. Sad face. Oh. Sadness ho. How how about early yeah. Yeah, that was just God, it's been such a disappointing <sighs> season. <laughs> uh Tommy, do you think we win? Or wait, what was your philosophical question? Why is LSU why, so why bad? Why is LSU bad? Because Bama stuffed them on the run. They can't throw it. Uh they have they have awesome receivers, but their quarterback isn't very good. And uh, Arkansas is pretty good, and Arkansas came in there and knew that they could win, and they took control of that game. I mean, it was twenty-one to three at the half. Like they took control of that game. It's not like they were just competitive and it was three-three. I mean, they just took the crowd out of it, and that's why Death Valley is so hard to play in. It's been a long time since I've seen any team go down into Death Valley at night and put up twenty-one in the first half and hold them to three. Arkansas, Arkansas, right now, right now is the second best team in the SEC. But what, but what you're saying here, Devin, is the reason LSU is so terrible is because their offense is terrible now. I never said LSU was terrible. I think that they ran into two really, really good teams. Like I just said, the two best teams in the SEC right now. Alabama's clearly a, a, a notch above. But I take Arkansas over anybody right, anybody else right now. Who are you giving? I take them over Florida on a neutral field. And so I don't think that LSU's bad. I think that I think this is going to be a close game, and I wouldn't be surprised if we lose. Shocker. And so I think that LSU's probably the third best team in the SEC West. So I mean, I don't think that LSU's bad. I'm not going to say that they are. I think they have a one-dimensional offense, but they have a good defense, and they have probably the best running game in the country. So I mean, they're really good. I don't think that they're bad. Everyone that says that they're bad, I think, is completely overreacting. We knew that we knew what this team was all year. I thought that this team would lose to Alabama and beat everybody else. I really did. I thought LSU would beat everybody else, including okay, so including us. Good? And I think, unfortunately, they're still going to beat us. Do you, I just think it's a bad matchup for us. I do too. I've said that all along. I think it's a bad I mean, matchup. Swag comes out and puts up fifty-two again. I mean, if we don't score over thirty-five, we're not winning this game. That's I true. I just disagree with y'all. I, I know, know you do. I th- I, you have faith in the defense. I don't because they. Oh haven't no! Given me- I, I make it clear. I have no faith in the defense as a whole. But I just disagree. Oh. I just disagree with the notion that y'all are saying they're a bad matchup. Like I would much rather play somebody like LSU that's just going to try to cram it down your throat than play somebody that has a competent quarterback. And which is weird because that was the exact opposite of last year. Last year, it's like. Bring on anybody that's going to try to air it out because you're not going to move the ball of yard on us. But if you can run it right down our throat, you're going to have success. This year is the exact opposite. It's like I would much rather have somebody 
and bottle up the run because every time we've played a competent quarterback, we've just gotten shredded. Well, last year it was just pretty much, hey, we don't care who we play unless they're named TCU. That defense was so good last year. I, and I, we might be able to stop it. I just haven't seen us really plug up a big runner, and I don't know if we're going to be able to. Like Thomas what are you said, talking like, about? We just held... We just held Alex Collins to less than 100 yards. We held Derrick Henry to, like, less than 100 yards. Yeah, but LSU's not going to – but Arkansas threw the ball so much. It was all play-action passes. Like, LSU's not going to throw it 40 so, – didn't they throw it 40-something times? I, Jordan, I want to take you back. Let's do a little throwback. Um, Ole Miss is leading the ball game very late in Death Valley last year. Okay. Low scoring ball game. LSU was this before, got. Was this before or after Bush had, uh, Bo had shushed the crowd? Uh, way after. This is after Bo had shushed the crowd, and so LS, LS, that LSU, was awesome. LSU gets the ball deep in their own territory, and they proceeded to rattle off. I believe it was a fifteen or sixteen play drive, in which they ran the ball every single play. Until they scored. The winning touchdown of the game. And it was one of the more deflating drives. Like, you talk about a drive, you know, like, man, what a great drive by that offense. That was one of the most deflating drives I have ever seen in my life. Because it was so obvious that we could do nothing about what they were doing to us. And unfortunately, I think it's going to be a critical situation type thing. And the same thing is going to happen. They have a couple. I have a couple things to say about that. Okay. So the first is, I just acknowledge that this defense is the polar opposite of last year's defense. So don't bring me that shit about last year's game. <laughs> this is a di completely different team now. And then second, hey, I'll tell you what was the play. Yeah, a worse team. And then, when my and, cable cut out when the ball was in the air when they intercepted Bo's pass and I didn't know what happened, that was deflating. You should have just assumed it was intercepted. Oh, I just saw an LSU player laying on the two-yard line. I was like, well, that... Mm, mm, I thought we were kicking a field goal here. The other thing I have to say is... Uh, so you were talking about, like, wow, that's one of those great drives. Why do people value a great drive so much? Like, I'd rather have chad just go scoring like three plays i mean no, fuck that's a 15 not what I play drive no what i was well, that's not what i was saying i was saying that drive to me was just it was so deflating because it didn't it wasn't just one play it wasn't one big play it was that you knew what was coming every time and it was just six yards seven yards six yards eight yards seven yards just mashing you into the ground until they scored can I, can I play devil's advocate no one really likes to bring up the fact that didn't three of our four start, three of our front seven starters miss that drive due to injury? Weren't Bob, DT, and Denzel all out? Yes. On the on that on that drive. I know None Denzel had broken his leg at that point, and I don't think Bob was in, and I don't think DT was in either. You know what I think about that game? Like if you, it's same thing with with Arkansas. If you let Arkansas score 45 in regulation you deserve to lose and the same thing with that game if you score seven points you deserve to lose oh yeah yeah i mean fast. your defense we were, we were... your defense allowed 10 points now i know that they had like they had fumbled yeah. it on the goal line right at the beginning of the game and i think they missed a field goal too but still if you're not going to score more than seven points then you don't deserve to win anyways well you also had a coach that went for it when he could have taken three that's wild Hugh freeze did that See, but that was that was the thing that weirded me out. Hugh Freeze? Wait, I know. He, hold on, he Devin. Hold on, he Devin. Didn't take three. Wait a second. When it came when Wait. it comes to special teams, are you saying that Hugh Freeze made a poor Hugh, choice? Hugh Freeze decided not to kick the field goal. Yeah, that seems really Crazy, uncharacteristic, yeah. doesn't it? The weird thing was is that we skipped out on the three, but then our the rest of the game, our play calling was just so conservative. Like, we were like, oh, no. Well, I mean, we're up 7-3. to three. We're winning. There's no reason for us to go score again. I remember just yelling at the TV being like, why are we running it on, on second and nine? What are, what are we doing here? We're not getting any yards on the ground. 
That was a frustrating exactly. game. And what I'm saying is the drive at the end of that game was like, like you just have these moments when you're watching something and you're like, you're so sure of what the outcome is going to be. And you just have to just watch it unfold. And I was so yeah. sure that they were scoring right there because we just couldn't stop them. And it was just the way that it was happening. And you were like, oh, my God, they're running it again. They're like, running what, like it Brandon every play single action? play. Yeah. Hey, I'd like to give a hypothetical. So. If. Let's say, uh, let's, uh, let's boost up a little optimism here. Let's say the Rebs beat LSU this weekend. And let's say that next Saturday, Auburn pulls a huge upset against Alabama. Nope. I told and then the Rebels hey, that, go down before, to Starkville. Before you go there, I had this conversation at lunch today. And I said, first off, I'm a somewhat rational Ole Miss fan, so I'm not the one that's normally drinking the Kool-Aid. Well, we'll, we'll mathematically, we could still make it to Atlanta or whatever. So I said, you know, the most Ole Miss thing that could possibly happen would be for us to win Saturday. They've already announced game time for the Egg Bowl is six fifteen. The Iron Bowl will be the two thirty game. Auburn win and then be like, all you got to do is win the Egg Bowl, and then us and go lose lay a fucking egg, egg on, on <laughs> lose lay, egg bowl. lay a fucking egg on Dakota's senior night down there. I would, I would cry. <sighs> To, but tell me, that is the epitome of the way Actually, no, factor. I'm very, I'm would, very sure that's what's going to happen. I would even take your 500 to 1 odds on that because I want that dollar because I know that that would happen. That's like, gonna exactly happen. what that's would happen. That's exactly going to happen. It's <laughs> sad that we, we know it right now and it's still going to happen. Last time we played down in Starkville, I was at my mom's house and we lost in overtime. Oh, I was there and, too. And my mom came out of her office and she was like, what happened? And I just started swearing. And like got out what happened. She's like, "Well, back it up. I want to see it." And I backed it up to the play. She's like, "No, I want to see it all of overtime." And I didn't have anywhere to go. Like I had been drinking. I couldn't drive anywhere. I was at my mom's house, and so all I knew to do was I just went to the bathroom and sat on the toilet, like with my jeans on, and just like <laughs> sat there with my head in my hands because I didn't, I didn't know what else to do. Yeah, for everybody it that was, forgot what happened there, that was Bo running into the end zone to score the tying touchdown, I believe, right? Tying yeah, touchdown. Just, yeah. And it gets fumbled. It gets knocked out on the one yard. It gets he's, fumbled. It, and he's just running in the open field. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that was uh, basically a microcosm of the Arkansas game. So It really was. I mean, like I remember I was at my, fa my in-law's house for Thanksgiving, and Bo's like on the five, and he cuts inside their safety. And I just start rising up off the off the ottoman like fuck yes. And then as soon as that ball comes out, I mean, you go from like the highest high to the lowest low in less than a second. Like, what other just, things in life give you that sort of roller coaster? This is three years in a row that Ole Miss has found a way to lose that I still can't wrap my brain around. What was the one from twenty twelve? Mississippi State or twenty thirteen? Uh, Auburn and then Arkansas, Arkansas. Yep. Three years in a row. Yep. I can't understand what has happened to me. I I I want to talk about this. I feel like the Auburn game and the Arkansas game, part of like ev like the light inside me that lets me care so much about sports died. Like just a little bit, not a lot. But like two or three percent each time, so we're running like ninety four percent full vascular capacity right now because those really took a toll on me, and I don't know if I can ever care as much as I once did. That in South Carolina, we were ranked number three. Oh, oh God, man, that was. Mm. And the thing was, did is that you knew the that's the same thing as like what we're talking about right now, where you kind of know. That was oh, we, you, we you all know that knew. you know that one in like March or whenever the schedule comes out, you're like, Ooh, Columbia on a Thursday night, that's a fucking loss. Yeah. And <laughs> and then when you so go positive. in there ranked number three or whatever it was. I think it was four actually, but that's semantics. No, we, at this we point. started off number four and then we were ranked number three when we played there. Yeah. Uh -uh. After we after we played like no, asshole -uh. against Memphis. No. -uh. Yeah, because USC lost. That's that's not what happened, Devin. That is what happened. USC lost. Yeah, but I remember being in Devin's apartment watching that one. 
We set up grove tents. We set up grove tents in the apartment. That's fucking, yeah, it was awesome. That's, we kept them up for like five months. Dumb man, that's not cool. And guess what happened? We lost. We lost again. How did we lose? Was, yeah, that's so what bad. happened. But <sighs> this is you, like you the guys, eternal, you guys the think, eternal pessimist podcast. You guys think Auburn can beat Alabama in like in one in a million? No. Well, no. Rivalry game. It doesn't well, one of, I mean, one in a million. Yeah, I guess they could probably beat them one in a million. I mean, Auburn's talented. Gus Malzahn hates Nick Saban. They're familiar with each other. He's beaten Nick Saban before. You know, I, like, I think the Alabama defense is pretty good against teams that don't have a quarterback at all. Man, you want to know who doesn't have a quarterback? Texas A&M. <laughs> but Auburn, too. Yeah, but I'm just saying... If we wouldn't deserve to go, but those are the rules. We would be in a three-way tiebreaker with Arkansas, Alabama, and us, and we have the division head-to-head tiebreakers, the number two tiebreaker, because one of our losses is to Florida, who is in the Eastern Division. I get it. I mean, I understand how we could mathematically well, I just, I go, but explaining that. I, I, I was, would you even? I guess this sounds kind of dumb, but like, oh hell yeah, I'd be pumped. Would you though? Absolutely. Like if Dude, the, if just, this I was the I year, be. if this was the year that they were like, "Hey, you're ne- this is the only time we are ever gonna make it to Atlanta in your lifetime." Like you would be satisfied that it happened this way. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either, Jordan. But who said? Look, who says that it's the only time? I just said that. Like hypothetically, if it was the only time that happened in our lifetime. Oh no! If you're giving me this year or a year where we're undefeated, obviously I'm gonna take the year that's undefeated. No, I'm giving like, you this year or nothing. Yeah, then give it to me. I'm tired of looking up at the 2003 co-SEC West champions. Yeah, that's, I want to see that's one that just says, like, hey, we actually won the SEC yeah. West. Okay, that's a good, good question. You know what? Speaking of LSU hate, all right, so we're talking about hating LSU. We've gotten ripped for that being up there at SEC West co-champions because we didn't go to the championship game. Do you guys think that we should even hang that up there? No. Absolutely not. No. The reason that you don't is you didn't go to the SEC West Championship because you lost to that team. Yeah, exactly. If you win that one game, you go. So that's basically the, you know, the division championship was that game, and you lost it. So, no, it's an embarrassment. Like, I think even hanging division champs is kind of, eh, I don't know about that. But hanging at an SEC division champ that you didn't even go play in the SEC championship, especially when you're known for never having been. Like, if you went all the time, you could probably throw that in there and they'd be like, hey, well, that one time y'all didn't even go. And we could be like, ah, well, you know, fuck it. Like, we're old Miss. But we're old well, Miss. We're old <laughs> well. So we, we, we're, we should not be allowed to do that. Gosh. I think it's awful. And I wish that Ross Bjork would take it down. I do too. And I hope they take it down on the, on the stadium expansion. Like, you wish he would actually get up there himself and take it down? <laughs> yeah. With a wrench? Yeah. Just, just doing it. What do you think, Jordan? Same thing? About what? About the banner. I hate it. It's awful. Because, like, they see, say- even, even part of me thought, like, when Devin was saying that, as much as I would actually despise the fact that this was the year we went to Atlanta, like in 2035, no one would be like, well, I would, but most people wouldn't walk into the stadium and be like, well, that was like their shittiest year ever when they actually did go to Atlanta in 2015. But no. Nope. Like, well, you were better than everybody else. Yeah. I, well, I mean, no, you weren't better than everybody else, but. Them's the rules. You know what I mean, though? Like, no one's going to remember the circumstances of this season. Maybe, right. I don't know, they might, they might be like, hey, wasn't that the year that y'all had three top ten NFL draft picks and went seven and five? See, we could have, we could have gotten away with it with a bunch of no names, but. We had to go <laughs> when, and. When, when we have three Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Famers on our team, it's going to look pretty bad. So you think three NFL Hall of Famers, one of them's going to come back? I think all three of them come back. Oh my God, dude, this like, isn't a fan, like a fantasy you know, let me thing. live my dream. You guys are such stealers. This is like you're doing a you're doing an NCAA dynasty where you're trying to convince them to stay. You're just dumping all your recruiting hours into convincing them to stay right now. Yep, and it's worth it. Hey, I want everybody's prediction. We're going to wrap this thing up. Tommy, give it to me. I think LSU 
is going to score a lot. I think LSU is going to score something like 30 points. Uh, I think they're going to have a rebound game. I really do. I think they're going to have a rebound game, 31. I think Ole Miss is going to turn the ball over. Uh, that's what I see happening. I think Ole Miss turns the ball over. I think Ole Miss loses the game, something really stupid, like like 30 to 31 to like a field goal or like some sort of goofy dumb crap that you're just that we're going to be sitting here talking and we can just laughing about okay Tom uh Jordan oh I don't know man give me something I don't have a beat. put your stake in the ground big game for Fournette by the way I really don't have a beat on this game yeah 203 touchdowns yeah, if he scores 203 touchdowns, I think we'll probably lose. But, <laughs> You're not going to have a good time. Yeah, I'd probably <laughs> but, turn that game off. I, I disagree with y'all. I don't think he's going to have the day that you think he's going to have. I think it's going to be more the same for him these last couple of weeks. Uh, and my boy Swag, man, he's so good. How good is that guy? He's, I love he's Swag. He's so good. Swag, is, Swag has become one of my favorite all-time Ole Miss players. So... I say like twenty seven, twenty four, and it could go either way, depending on but depending on turnovers and how many dumb decisions Hugh Freeze makes as far as like game management. Twenty seven, twenty. The thing yeah. is, Jordan, is that he's coaching against Les Miles, who could make as many, if not more. Who who can who can who, who who's gonna have more like fuckery go on between the <laughs> two of them? <laughs> like, who's gonna can't... screw up and win the game? You're gonna have like classic. Somebody's gonna mess around and win this game, <laughs> right? <laughs> somebody's somebody's gonna accidentally win this puppy at the end of it. Speaking of winning this game, my prediction is that reps roll. I think that we finally have a bye week. I think we, we already had 10... our bye week. It was this past week. But that's what I'm saying. We had ten straight games. We're back. We're a little rested. Hopefully, Dave Womack read some coaching manuals or something. <laughs> Found his green played, playbook. Played some as old as. That his old boss stole from him. Or saw uh, a hypnotist. <laughs> but oh, we can blitz. Oh, we can blitz. <laughs> Wait, I, I thought you only could have like three or four guys up there. I think the Rebs roll about thirty-four to seventeen. Mm. Is my is my prediction. Mm. And I, and I think that we jump out to an early lead. And it's never really super, super close. See, if anything, and that's the problem that I see here, I think Ole Miss is going to come out and play well. I really do. I think they're going to play well. I I don't think they're going to play bad. The problem that I see here is that they could potentially get kicked in the mouth, Ronda Rousey style, at the very beginning of the game and give up just like this stupid run to Leonard Fournette where he just crushes like four guys. And if that happens... It kind of lets the air out of the building, and then you're talking about an old Miss fan base that's going to go, oh, man. And so I don't yeah, know. But hey, hey, last time we played in Oxford, we beat them without seven starters. So that's uh, that's where we're going to end this one. Thanks for listening. Sorry it's a little depressing. Uh, hopefully next week we can talk about a win and then just root, root for Auburn and hate State. Wouldn't that just be a great week? Uh, so follow us. No, at- I don't want to root for Auburn. You would root for Auburn. In that case, oh, God, I don't even want to think about that. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. That sounds terrible. I think I'd rather us just lose this week. And then yeah, I, have that I don't predicament. want to root for Auburn, man. <laughs> makes, makes next Saturday really simple. Oh, God. <clears throat> yeah. All right, well, uh, go to hell, LSU. Follow us at Pod of the South. Uh, he's Tommy Joe Martins. He's Jordan Bell. I'm Devin Murray. Hotty toddy. Go Rebs. See you next week. Hey, can we all give our, like, the reason why we hate LSU? Like, one specific reason? Yeah. Okay, you go first. I think I think ours is going to be the same, but go. No, I want to hear yours, Bell. Is it? It might be the same. All no, right. it's not the same. All right, so, <clears throat> I went to Magnolia Mine's Heights petty. along with Devin and Tommy. Shout out, Chiefs. And uh, so, this is 2003, Eli's senior year. Um, LSU comes to town. We have an opportunity to beat... You know the story. Tripped over Doug Buckle's foot, all that stuff. Anyways, so I didn't get to go to the game that day because I'm in like, well, I don't even know, ninth grade or something or eighth grade. And we're going to Delta Academy in Marks to play 
basketball on a Saturday. And this is back before cell phones and stuff, so we didn't have our little watch ESPN app. So we all have these little tiny, like, fuzzy TV screens on the bus on the way down there with the big, like, three-foot antennas hanging off of them. Trying to pick up, like, Except local TV. In the middle trying, of try, nowhere. Trying, yeah, like, in the middle of the Delta, no reception anywhere. And so we get off the bus. this is 2003. We get off the bus, and it's, like, mid-third quarter or early fourth quarter, and we're all in there in the locker room, like, wondering what happened to the Rebs. Because they're, like two people on the team that weren't Ole Miss fans and it's right before we're about to leave the locker room and you expect coach Whiteside to come in and be like all right everybody bring it in all right we're gonna put up a fight out there or whatever he just comes in and hangs his head and he's like Ole Miss lost (laughs) 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 anybody that knows like Delta has a really good basketball historically great basketball team always especially for a small school we had no chance of winning to begin with and then he just comes in and goes Ole Miss lost it was essentially Tyson burning his eyebrows off before Tyson burned his eyebrows off yes we had no chance (laughs) no chance chance chance. from that point what are we doing here so that's probably my first like true hatred of LSU and I don't even know how that I could hate Delta or just junior high basketball for that matter but i just hate, hate coach white side all right Devin. mine's really really petty i dated a girl freshman year who dated an lsu fan who was like really at the, old. Wait, at the same time no like she had dated him back home and then like we started dating at the beginning of freshman year and she broke up with him and she was like probably like five seven or so she was pretty tall and five seven five eight and so we dated and then she broke up with me and got back together with him and I met him and he was like five four. And I've never hated I hate that school now because that guy went there. That's a really the, personal, non competitive situation. Are you a you like are you a height supremacist? Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, man, like the like it just gets to you. Like I'm not super tall, but I'm okay size. And this guy's like five four, and I'm like, really? That? Like, that's you? You're into that? You guys don't like that? Don't flaunt your tall privilege around here, Devin. <laughs> I'm not okay? tall. Tommy's tall. I'm tall. Tommy, I mean, we're... Tommy, Tommy. I want to ask you: if you were going out with a girl and she broke up with you, and you met her new boyfriend, and he was five two. See, this is where the story breaks down. I'm not going to meet the new boyfriend ever. That's never going to happen. <laughs> If she's got a new boyfriend, I am literally not going to talk to the her no, or the boyfriend like or any of that. Out? What if you see them? Where am I going to be going that she's going? You live in Las Vegas. I don't know. I'm you not live in the same city. We're going. I don't know. I mean, no, I'm, I'm not going to just walk up and be like, what's up? I'm going to do the weird thing where you're like, Whoa, and you turn around and look the other way. <laughs> But you wouldn't, that wouldn't get, that wouldn't get, that wouldn't bother you? No, first of all, I'm sure they would have taken photos on Facebook or something that I would have seen. And then I'm sure they would have probably taken it like, you know, like the Tom Cruise angle where you like, you shoot it where it's kind of like coming, you know, like, 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 like right. Where like it's like a angle. low angle on the camera where they're like together, they're like laying down together or they're sitting down. That's probably going to be a lot of them. So it probably. She's always wearing flat flats right. and doing like the sorority girl. Punch. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. This, it just bothered me. This one it made with me, like the. I was elbow, insecure back then. The elbow, yeah. like less of a man. elbow going real wide. Chicken wing out there. By the way. Skinny when arm. Did people, I don't, when did people I don't start standing like that? That's a skinny arm I don't thing. It's a trick. Girls, whenever they're in the. Like doing the group pictures and they squat down, you know, and there's no one behind them. It's like, what are you squatting down for? Yeah. And, and like only some of them. Only some of them do it, and they're and so everyone's arms are like way back, like pulling them back. I don't. Just I really wish straight. that every. Where I wish this was a, I wish this like was a this. video like, podcast, you, you, and you, everybody could have seen that. Do you think during during that was wasted? Uh, do you think during their chapter meetings they're saying, okay, so let's run through some scenarios. If you're on the outside of a picture, you're gonna chicken wing your arm up against your hip. They go over it. Yeah. <laughs> Where else would you learn mandatory these Mandatory training. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah, it's not your arm that's making you look fat. Like, there's no need to do it. I hate LSU because Man. there was a guy. There's a one, there was, was one guy, and I think the guy had to have died. He had to have died. LSU is the skinny arm of the SEC. But at every game, 
at every game, and it was it wasn't the same time every time. But like when I first moved down to Mississippi, that was probably 1998 or nine, and you know I was still making friends at school, and you guys know how it was over at Mag Heights. You know, it was a bit of a click. Never changed. Some things were, uh, yeah, I know. You guys were more acquaintances. Um, But like over at Mag Heights, you know, I like was still just getting to know everybody and. My dad didn't have any friends over in Mississippi or anything like that. And so there was this guy at a church named Charles Jackson, and he was a big-time Ole Miss guy. Big-time Ole Miss guy. I don't know if you guys know Charles Jackson or anything from Coleman. Charles Jackson. Chuck, I mean, he's just one of the best of all time. And you talk about a Southern gentleman, this guy is like, I, well, I, I'm telling you about them Rebels. This is where uh, the Rebels a, is going to be just fine. Story. Anyway, so anyway, he's the best. And so he told my, my family, like, okay, hey, We've got rebel. Cl- well, we've got tickets in the rebel club, and we y'all got can some go- tickets in the rebel club. <laughs> right, and so we go, and we're like, "Well, yeah, okay." And this is back when we were good, dude. We were we were good for Ole Miss standards, especially back then. Like Tuberville was the coach, Deuce McAllister, Romero Miller. This is like seven five. Right, we're good. I mean, we're good. Ole Miss standards. We're like ranked and stuff. And we're playing LSU, and it winds up being an overtime game that we lose that I'm at. I think it was like a two or three overtime game. We lost that one. But even more so than that, because I went to probably like eight games over the course of two years. And every game, there's this one guy in the crowd. And everybody tries to duplicate it now, and they can't do it. But it's the go-to-hell LSU guy. It's the go-to-hell LSU guy. And he would he would scream... Go to hell, LSU, and maybe just it was just because the sound system wasn't as good in the stadium or something back then, but it seemed a whole lot quieter, and it seemed like that just carried through the whole stadium so well. And he would do it during, like, the end of the national anthem. He'd sneak it in there. He'd do it during the prayer. Like, he would do it. He would do it. He would do it just... He would figure out a way to just sneak it in there, and it would always be when you weren't expecting it, and everybody would just burst out laughing because we'd be playing, like, Tennessee Tech, and there's, there you go, here comes the go-to-hell-LSU guy. And I feel like we have since tried to keep that going, and it's just oh. not, it's not, it's not the same energy. Like, we need that yeah. guy, you know? But, I, 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 like, I, I, I remember asking my dad, close. I was like, who is LSU? Like, I didn't even know that. And they were like, oh, it's a big, he's a big rival for Ole Miss. And, like, I had to kind of learn to be an Ole Miss fan. I didn't grow up as an Ole Miss fan, but I kind of adapted them as my team, kind of as I hit my teenage years there. Because that's where I love Alabama. Yeah. That's when my dad was a big Alabama fan, so he didn't care. He has since converted to an Ole Miss fan. He's an Ole Miss fan now. He's still a Bama fan. Right, after he had to pay for two kids going to college there, he probably wised up a little bit. But yeah, I mean, well, I just, I, I guess I, I always kind of knew that that was somebody we were awesome. supposed to hate. And then I had to kind of learn my own ways to hate them. 